Thank you. Jeremy Fresh, followed by Juan Ramirez. Hello, can you hear me? Hi, yes. Black Lives Matter, defund the police. I find it disgusting that the LAPD is slaughtering peaceful protesters on the street. I had two friends go to the protest in Beverly Hills a couple of days ago, and the protest was peaceful. So the police showed up with their excessive violent force, shooting rubber bullets and throwing tear gas. Is this what you think of protecting and serving? Because I think it's bullshit. Fuck you, Michael Moore. I refuse to call you an officer or a chief because you don't deserve those titles. You are a disgrace. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. Thank you. Tony Hawk, I'll go ahead and unmute you again. Oh, Hi, can you hear me? Hi, you're on. Chief, I'm going to level with you. This is bigger than some bad cops or protests. You have lost faith in the people of Los Angeles to serve in leadership. You have lost control of your police force and your authority is illegitimate. Commissioner says, if you're concerned at all with the safety of the people of Los Angeles, if this man does not resign, you must remove him. The situation will continue to get worse until he is gone. History will judge you by the decisions you make today. I yield my time. Thank you. You can hear me? Yes, we can. Great. Uh, first things first, Chief Moore, you got to do a better job of pretending you care about this, man. I've been watching you roll your eyes and offer half-hearted smirks, acting like a teenager who's falling asleep in detention. Are you not aware of the war crimes your department's doing, or are you just that impatient to go do more of them? I see a lot of you, particularly sober off, only react when folks use profanity in their remarks. If you think curse words are bad, wait until you hear about these 600-plus murders your department has committed over the last seven years. As long as Moore's out here equating peaceful protesters with cops who murder black people, you all could pretend to be as angry about murder as the F-word, okay, kids? I know you're all having a rough day, what with everyone here telling you you're bad at your jobs. Have you considered being good at your jobs? Yes, we can. Great. Um, I'm not going to take up a lot of time because my comment was exactly what the person before me was just saying. I cannot believe, hey, executive director, executive director, look up. It is unbelievable to me. Yeah, you're laughing, chief of police, but I, but this is like, it is unbelievable to me that these people are taking their time right now, taking time, sitting through hours and hours of this meeting to tell you how they feel. I cannot believe how many of you are on your phone. Commissioner Soberoff, you literally look like you've been asleep this entire time. Josh? Hello? So Hi. You muted. Hi, you can hear me. Okay, great. I just want to say congratulations. You're all getting famous for being faces of corruption and evil. You cowards are using chemical weapons on peaceful protesters during a pandemic. You make me fucking sick. Especially you, Steve and Eileen, you repugnant little babies. I'm so sick of seeing you two messing with your phones and squirming this entire time. You are doubly disgusting. You work for us. Don't you fucking forget it ever again. And Mike Moore, you need to be fired immediately. But hey, little guy, you can always learn how to code. Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Oh, I feel so bad about my mistake. We know that you're telling the truth, and that's why people are calling for your resignation. We don't believe you. We don't trust the LAPD. We don't want the LAPD in our city. And that's why each and every one of you commissioners have also failed. You should all resign. Go fuck yourselves. See you all in hell. I'm a white resident of Los Angeles with the distinct displeasure of living in Mitch O'Farrell's Council District 13. I support the demands of Black Lives Matter. Uh, Chief Moore, you have the most racist eyebrows I've ever seen. Keep them still and show some goddamn respect when you're being called out. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you. All right. My name is Sasha Nonis Barnes. I'm a white Jewish man who lives in Koreatown. I want to first say to the white people who have just realized that this is how the police act. Shame on you for not listening to black people who have been yelling about this for decades and centuries. 
Hi, Chief Moore. I'm talking specifically to you, but I'm directing my comments towards the commission as well. I would normally start by saying all due respect, but respect is something that's not given, it's earned. We pay your officers to respect the community, but they need to earn that respect in return. You've sat here with your mask on, fiddling around on your desk, and you ask for respect? Your words ring hollow. Actions speak ten times louder, and your actions were to shoot innocent, peaceful protesters who were exercising their First Amendment right to free speech and peaceable assembly with rubber bullets, which are metal bullets bullets coated in rubber and can kill a human being at close range and tear gas and as well attack them with batons. And you think that's okay. The narrative is that police are allowed to act this way when they get scared. If you scare so easily, why are you police? You claim to want to listen, but your actions, in your actions, you refuse. You want to change this system, start by resigning in shame, and follow it by doing everything that Reggie just asked you to do. Who has been out with the brooms and the tools cleaning up the mess? The citizens. The police do not care about the people. And as a message for Eric Garcetti, your political career is over. The people will not forget that you turned a blind eye to militarized police shooting and gassing their own citizens. The LAPD is akin to the Gestapo and needs to be defunded and dismantled. And to the commission, upgrade your Zoom account with all that fucking money. I yield my time. I'm 25 years old. I live in LA. And I want to start by saying it's not my job or anybody's black person's job to educate anyone. But since I'm looking at y'all and there are hardly black people present, and truthfully, Commissioner Bonner, I can't claim to know if you're with us or not, but perhaps I can provide nuance to the situation. But before I start even that, I believe I need to say that you need to resign, Chief Moore, or the group of y'all needs to do the right thing and fire him. What you said about the protesters were reprehensible. LAPD's involvement in 601 people killed in the past seven years is reprehensible. It shows that you are complicit. I've been a part of the protest week, and it was your cops to something that it wasn't. Additionally, I would like you, I look at you all and all I see are faces of apathy, texting, boredom, we need a change. The start with the people's budget. And 50% of it should not go to the police department for them to continue to militarize. All I want to say is protests are not the problem. Protests are the symptom to the problem, which is racism with your system. And I'm like, this motherfucker don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That motherfucker don't miss, man. He's good. In the heat of battle, he don't miss. No. In the heat of controversy, he don't miss. No. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. (laughs) 
Oh, it's never gonna get old. <laughs> no, it's not. It needs to become like the calling card for everyone pissed off at, at especially Democrats who fucking suck and don't do shit in office. <laughs> that is be what we tell them every time they talk or or take a bullshit knee. <laughs> but they were in they were in African garb, Noah. Oh, sure. That was a solid. Definitely not a, a kind of a racist thing to do <laughs> in light of <laughs> Black Lives Matter. But Let's no, be slightly racist. The cameras were ready. They wore African garb. Hey, I mean, for it, you know, they can change laws or anything. They have to do what they have to do. You know, they have to show their support some way. What more? What more could you possibly <laughs> ask for? Uh, it would be unreasonable to ask for more. Did Did you see the video? The video of them after the photo shoot having like a bunch of people. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi up? couldn't get up. <laughs> what fucking a fucking classic! Loser. If you can't get up and you're like an able-bodied person, you should have to retire. <laughs> if you're, especially if your name's Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, <laughs> Mark was like uh, a friend of the pod, Mark. Uh, was like disowning her from Italians from like being Italian. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, so good. Oh man, all those videos—you could just hear the anger in their voice. And so many of them said, "I yield my time," which I don't know why, but that cracks me up. I my favorite thing, and I, I left it in all the cuts because I just thought it was funny every single time. Is when the the moderator lady like said thank you at the end of each rant. Oh my god, Poor <laughs> so woman. fucking good. She didn't sign up for this, you know. She probably yeah. Was, like, she's just facilitating the Zoom call. She's some intern. <laughs> Getting paid minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Thank you. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> I know your I know your day is sucked because you're bad at your jobs. But have you ever considered being good at your job? <laughs> oh god, there's so many good ones. Uh, like the racist eyebrows one uh, is a classic I, because they took personal shots. Which yeah. I, I and every time, every time they called uh, they called those people those terrible people out and was like, "Stop looking at your fucking phone." Was just perfect. Yeah, it was that was fucking ridiculous. I'm honestly shocked they had the meeting, and I think they were supposed to have another one and they canceled it, which is honestly smart. Uh, yeah, I can't blame them for canceling it. I also would not want to sit there three hours getting shit upon. And they also clearly didn't give a shit, so like it, it was pointless for everyone involved. Yeah, except um, for our entertainment. Oh, abs- yeah, absolutely. That was the best part for sure. I also loved the uh, the Koreatown guy. Um, he was like, he starts it off and he like has, he says like, my name is Sasha. I'm a white Jewish man from Koreatown. Like, that one just <laughs> killed me. <laughs> uh, upgrade your fucking Zoom account with all that money. <laughs> that, oh my God. That was another just incredible. Yeah. How do they not have the highest level of Zoom? You're the mayor's of office of LA, you know, like your upper or the police Commit. I don't know what you yeah. are, but if that's even worse, you get five billion dollars something yeah. a year for funding. You can't get a goddamn Zoom account. Well, maybe they'll be able to upgrade it with the uh, three hundred million that uh, Biden wants to give them. 
Oh, true. Thank God for Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like funneling more money, you know, for yeah. training. Right. Yeah. In the name of reform, let's give them. It's like I saw some. It's like five percent of the NYPD's police budget is three hundred million. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like actually, it's nothing. not even actually a helpful amount of money, even if you thought that would help reforms. Yeah, it's, it's just a completely yeah. waste of everyone's time. <laughs> it is. It is the most symbolic. Ge- the only thing more of a symbolic gesture is taking a goddamn knee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. Um. So okay, we recorded our last episode uh on it was it must have been i'm just looking at my calendar so it must have been tuesday may 26th we recorded both part one and two of sergeant pepper of the sergeant pepper episodes uh literally nothing wow. happened since then. <laughs> yep <laughs> nothing notable of uh, to talk about yeah coronavirus disappeared that's kind of notable well not really it's coming it's coming back with it's trying to come back with a vengeance <laughs> yeah, I saw it's, a report on the news that it was going to be uh, over two hundred thousand dead by September. Yeah, it's finally hitting not the good. states that never closed. Yeah, no, not good, not good. I mean, not like, good. <laughs> there, uh, I saw there's ta- there's a report that uh, certain parts of Texas may go back into quarantine like real soon. Like they opened like three weeks ago. Oh man, but there's That's certain. Worse than... Yeah. Well, there's certain parts that just didn't get hit up front, and so I think they didn't feel like... They're not really leaving quarantine. Yeah, but now it's actually hitting them, so... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add on the last two weeks? Uh, bunch of white guys, you know, talking about... Yeah, that's how I feel, like... (laughs) Yeah. It's it, what's happening is terrible. Black Lives Matter. Uh, fuck the police. Uh, defund the police. Yeah. Um. And listen to not us about it, except for what we just agree with what we just said, and then go seek out other black people's voices that want to share their voices, and because their voices matter a yes. lot more. That is the official stance of the Drinking Buddies podcast. Um, and we also echo everything that the people lovely, very eloquently summed up in the beginning, uh, from the LA police commission calls. Oh yeah. It was like speaking to my freaking soul. I I don't think that first, that first clip, the one with the, uh, I yield my time. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't think I've laughed that hard since quarantine started. It was going to be. I'm a little upset because John Oliver put in the spotlight even more than it was when the call happened. Mm-hmm. Kind of blew up my spot a little bit. I know, like, we're pretty important, so yeah, kind of a big deal, you know. Yeah, you know, I was. We've been, I was, we've been playing this for a while. Yeah, I was putting that you know thing together. I spent too much time on it. It was probably only an hour, <laughs> but still, <laughs> they didn't all speak no, at pretty- the same volume, so I had to adjust that. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. You were putting your blood, sweat, and tears into it. And then I turn on John Oliver literally as I'm editing it together, and I just see him play it. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you, John Oliver. <laughs> and he would, he would agree with us, too, if he knew. Yeah, if only. 
Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Are we ready to move on to our uh, interesting uh, movie we did? We did a movie. We did a movie we again. We did do a movie. Uh, did I a... understand the movie? No. No. <laughs> no, I did not. But it was wildly entertaining. Maybe this will be an enlightening. Maybe th- this this podcast is basically going to be me explaining the movie to you. Yeah. I don't I'm not entirely sure I've seen The Matrix, if we're being honest. Yeah, I, I don't feel like you have based on what we've discussed pre show. Yep. Um <laughs> Alright, yeah, so this is episode sixty six. We are doing The Matrix. Uh this movie uh is a fun one. one. Did yes. did you know there were three? I did, yes. I, I didn't going into this. There's a there's a whole world. I don't believe the others are as good. I have not seen them, but I liked this one. So, um, okay, this movie came out in 1999. Uh, it is. It was a big box office hit. I didn't. I didn't know that. I mean, I guess it makes yeah, it sense. Like four hundred something million. I yeah, think I saw. Yeah, four hundred sixty-five. A uh, huge hit, uh, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, and a bunch of other people. Uh, but those were the big ones. Those are the big three. This was the first, second Keanu Reeves movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. The first was um, definitely maybe that romantic comedy he's in for like ten minutes. Yeah. Where he plays himself. Oh wait, I think I, I I've seen that. Is that the one where he like shows up and like steals the girl? Kind of yeah, like they think he's a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like a good he's like a cool guy in real life though, I think. I think he yeah, the fact that he played himself and like a dick of himself makes me look kind of it makes makes me like him a lot. Um Yeah, I don't think he's done anything like JK Rowling. Um but maybe yeah, by the time this comes out like our, our with our timing between now and when this comes out he'll say something terrible oh 100% yeah um okay let us where do you want to start with this one you want to just start with the with the plot summary let's just dive into it okay i didn't take just, as many just so i know what we're talking about after the plot summary right <laughs> let's catch me up okay uh I didn't take as many bullet points with this one. I think that means I liked it. I think there's like a direct uh, correlation between how many notes I take and how much I like the movie because I'm actually, that means I'm actually like watching it. Uh, Like with Urban Cowboy, I had like five pages of notes. (laughs) (laughs) And this one, I only have one. Oh man. I, that, that's, you only had one, there was so many twists and turns if i were taking notes i would have had a fucking book about this movie i guess Mostly i have, would have been like what the hell is happening where are they i have um, seen it before so oh, that true. was probably part of it um back to urban cowboy though i'm gonna i'm gonna defend urban cowboy for a moment why uh that was one of the most wildly entertaining movies i've ever seen oh just because it was uh, like I, nowhere it was I, off the rails the whole time it was off the rails the whole time i don't want any disparaging words to be said about it on this podcast anymore except for if you bring up the bad parts about it (laughs) well i was gonna say like i just i thought watching the matrix was pleasantly refreshing coming off of urban cowboy 
because it was a it was a put together movie. The pace was like good. It had a it had great pacing. Put together, it did not get put together in my head when I was watching it. Okay, well let's clear that up a little bit then. Um, so we open on a phone call. Uh, we we later find out it's between Morpheus and Trinity. Uh, and the cops are storming in on Trinity as she's making this this phone call. Yeah. Um, in the phone call, where it's there's a reference to like we need to find. I don't know if they say him by name, but they I just basically say that we need to find the one, or he is the one, uh, which we know mm-hmm. is, is a reference to Neo. Uh, the... Which I learned is is one, and Neo is a. Uh backwards what what are those words called oh an anagram anagram yeah yeah well because it's not stuff yeah it's not one backwards it's oh my god you're right (laughs) i read it was an anagram and i just fucking believed it like an idiot no no it is an i think there's another word for that it is backwards neo o e All right, uh, let's start this podcast over. Uh, um, back to the recordings of the LA people. The best. The be- suck my dick and choke on it. Um, <laughs> like the, you realized it was wrong and then went back in for more. That was. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I reconvinced myself it was an anagram. No, I think I think an anagram is when you can rearrange the letters in any order. There's another word for the thing where it's the same backwards and forth. Oh, is this shit. the confusion? Okay. This was the this confusion. Is the confu- okay. so I'm still a little bit right. Okay, you okay? <laughs> All right, back to the plot. <laughs> well, now we got past the opening phone call. Does it? Yeah, yeah. And wh- what happens after the opening phone call? Uh, there's a chase because the cops are closing in on Trinity, um, and these super cops, which we learn uh, are the agents, that's what they're going to be later called, uh, are chasing her down, and she eventually uh, finds a phone and picks up the phone and escapes the clutches of the agents. Um, okay, that's the first thing I didn't really understand. Okay. How the fuck did she escape? She was in a box, and she got ran by a fucking truck. What kind of box was it? It was a phone booth box. Yeah. How do they get in and out of the Matrix? All right, well, now now looking back, it's probably through the phone. I didn't really know <laughs> that throughout the entire movie, though. I mean, that one, they put that, that's not, a, that's not something you have to dig deep for. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't a one-off? No, that wasn't. <laughs> That's something where, like, they say I need an exit point, and Tank refers them to a phone. And then they oh, pick up the phone okay. and go. It's pretty clear a few times. Like, a few times they pick up the phone and just warp bring it back into re- the real world. Oh, shit. That, that does happen. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay, okay I'm back. We're I'm learning back. A, we're learning lots. We're learning lots. <clears throat> um, we're then introduced to Neo. Uh, who is in his apartment doing his hacking business as he does. Uh, and he sees a message come up on his hacker screen 
I just I just love how he's like on a screen that looks like he's hacking. Um, yeah, saying and it's a message from Morpheus, uh, you know, beckoning him to the Matrix. Uh, then he's in. Uh, he gets a message from that uh, exchange saying to follow the White Rabbit. Uh, and then soon after, uh, these hoodlums who needed him for hacking work I'm assuming he did some sort of hacking for them uh, show up at his door it was uh, it was it wasn't just that it was like a drug deal wasn't it it might have been it was not super I, I thought he was doing hacking shit I thought he gave him like a device of some kind yeah okay How, you're right uh, that did happen how I took that was those computer chips were somehow the drugs of the future you know, like, and they put in the computer and it, like, drugs them or something, which now that I'm saying out loud doesn't make a ton of sense. Or it makes a lot of sense because that's the point in The Matrix. The movie, The Matrix. Yeah. Um, maybe. It's possible. I mean, uh, at this point in The Matrix, it is supposed to be, like, uh, 1999. But I don't know if it's, like, the same 1999, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's also very true. Uh, so he they he finds the white rab or uh, one of the uh, the girls with the the group he gives the chips to has a a tattoo of a white rabbit on his sh- on her shoulder, and so he he follows her. She had a, she, she had a fantastic choker, you know. That's why it makes me think that it was like kind of a different world is because the outfits were it's wild. True. It could be. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Um, possible. And they go to like this really like dystopian type bar um, where he's, he meets Trinity for the first time. She's awaiting him there. And that was, that was the clue in the setup to introduce him to, uh, to Trinity uh, and then we see him after that scene. We see him at his job, which he's like a computer software guy. Uh, and the agents are on to him, and he receives a phone call. Which I love the scene where he gets like the FedEx envelope, and he takes it out. It's a phone, <laughs> and it immediately starts ringing, and it's Morpheus. It's great. Did they do scene. that first? I feel like other movies have copied that. I don't know. They might have. Yeah, this whole sequence was it, that. This was the first sequence where I was like, "Okay, I'm in." It, it, it's getting exciting, you know. Keanu yeah. Reeves is out a window. You know, uh, FBI type people are after. Yeah, and like Morpheus is like directing him, you know, to evade the agents in the who are at his office looking for him. Um, he eventually, he eventually gets caught because uh, he can't fully commit to, you know just being outside because he has to like try and escape out a window and he's hella high up and he doesn't know that it's not real but uh yeah so he gets caught by the agents and they they take him to this interrogation scene which is uh wild yes this was the scene that i just i didn't know what know what was happening in the most terrifying way uh He's strapped down, and they take this scorpion-like alien, and it goes fucking up his belly button. It turned into a horror movie, like, 
a flick of a finger. Like, it was like a flip of a switch. It was terrifying. Yeah, they interrogate him. First, they try and ask nicely. They ask him, like, we know you're talking with Morpheus. You've done a lot of bad hacking things. They have, like, the the stereotypical, like, manila folder that's full of all of his hacking shit. Um, oh, he's damned. Yeah, and they're like, we can wipe the slate clean if you uh, basically rat on Morpheus for us. He's a, he's a dangerous terrorist. They say something like that. Um, he's Antifa. Um He's Antifa, yes. They got it kind of is an Antifa story. Kind of. Um, he won't do it. I don't really know why not, to be honest. He, like, at this point, he doesn't know much about Morpheus and all them. But maybe he knows more than we know he knows, you know? That's something I was confused about the whole time is did did he know he was in the like he was confused what he knew but he didn't really know, right? He didn't know about the matrix, but I he, like, I think it's it kind of I feel like you have to infer that he's aware of a guy named Morpheus and has some level of respect for him. That's the only way yeah. this scene makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you have to, but like yeah, the whole it, yeah, like he, but he, that's kind of all he knew, right? He kind of just knew he was on the right trail, and that's when he's that's when the FBI people started going after him, and Trinity got in contact with him. Yes, yeah. So they put a he refuses, and then uh, he had, and Neo does like, a, oh, I know my rights. Like I'm gonna call my lawyer, um, and then. Uh, the agent's like, you can't call your lawyer if you can't speak, and then his fucking mouth closes. Oh, shit, I forgot about this. This was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the skin just like peels over his mouth. He doesn't have a mouth. It's 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 gnarly. I forgot about this scene. Yeah, it was actually pretty good effects for 1999 too. Yeah, I thought most of the effects were pretty good. We got, I mean, we'll probably talk about some of the effects later. Uh, and then after they, they silence him, they strap him on the table, like you said, and they inject that uh, horrifying-looking bug, and it just crawls into his belly button. Just awful. Just so unnecessary. It, you're, you're a fucking AI. You're not in the Matrix. None of this is real. Just put a chip in him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, then he, and then it just cuts to him waking up in his apartment. And you texted me, at that point, like, oh, thank God, I just, I didn't realize like that was a dream or something like that, and I was like, oh boy, he has not seen this movie. He was not lying. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy is right. Oh boy. Um, and then it was I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that was a dream. That really got me. And then I texted, wait, the plot twist of the movie is that's not going to be a dream and that's going to be real. And that was close. We find that out like two minutes later. Yeah, like almost immediately, uh, he Morpheus calls him again. Like as soon as he wakes up, and is just like, "This line's tapped, so we'll be brief." Which I I don't, uh, you know, he says the location where he's supposed to meet him. I don't know how that didn't get picked up, but whatever. Yeah. It it was it's Morpheus more badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he says meet me at this bridge, and so he goes there and he meets uh. Switch, Switch is like in the car. I think Cipher is driving, and Trinity is in the car as well. Um, 
and he gets in and then they like they like get him to debug right is that where they do the debug yes that's what the fuck they do which again you don't need to fucking show this this is kind of <laughs> creepy fucking stuff yeah <laughs> just two minutes ago we saw like within ten minutes we saw like a five minute scene of a entering and exiting yeah <laughs> Look at him. They the paid. Fuck was the point? Yeah, they paid for that bug CGI. They were damn well gonna use it. <laughs> um, you got their money's worth. So yeah, so then uh, they ask once they debug him, which I guess is how he's being tracked by the agents. Um, they escort him to like an abandoned hotel sort of thing, um, which is where we are finally introduced to Morpheus for the first time. Oh yeah, I Fantastic. love this scene. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I we have a lot to talk about with the sunglasses, but I love this scene—the first Morpheus scene. Uh, what is the first? Is it is this the red pill, blue pill one? Yeah, this was a great scene. Yeah, one hundred percent. Lawrence Fishburne's so good in it. Who who's so good in it? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he he's just so good in this part. Like he yeah. just nails it. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I I'm sure it'll come up in the fun facts. There are a lot of other people that um, they considered for this role, but he was so perfect for it. Yeah, no, he he absolutely had to be the one. Um, he he just he just feels all knowing because that's like he's kind of like he's not the one, but he he is. The one that's going to instill the knowledge into uh, uh, the one. What, uh, Neo? Neo. Yeah. Um, That dialogue and that whole scene, I think, is just so well done. Uh, The red pill, blue pill line is classic. Um, Although a bunch of (laughs) far right. (laughs) I find. I finally get it. You know, I just thought they're like red is better than blue because Republicans are red. I didn't get they just think that they see the matrix and they understand the reality we live in. What? No, fucking they're fucking tricks? Yeah, they're fucking losers. <laughs> fucking losers, right? You're just agreeing you're like believing conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm sorry to inform anyone who didn't already know, but yeah, there's <laughs> in far right online communities, uh red pilling is a term. And it is a reference to this. What? God, fuck those people. Jesus Christ, what idiots. Um, the, uh, the scene's also shot really well, because it's like, you see the pills in the reflection of uh, Lawrence Fishburne's sunglasses, which are just... That was a them, great shot. Themselves are awesome. But yeah, there's the yeah. shot where you see him put out one hand, and it has the blue pill, the other hand is the red pill. Great stuff. Um... And yeah, so he can take the blue pill. Morpheus tells him he can take the blue pill, and uh, he will wake up and like basically forget everything. Or he can take the red pill and learn the truth, the hard truth. But he can never go back. So. And that hard truth is. Are we getting there right now? Hillary Clinton's emails. (laughs) And then the movie just kind of ends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's just a bunch of reasons why Hillary sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's a uh, he's revealed the deep state. Um, all of the QAnon prophecies have come true. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the rest of the movie. Um, Antifa bombs the White House. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, they also like I love that part of that monologue is like the uh, the Alice in Wonderland like comparison. I thought that was really cool. I really dig that. I don't yeah. remember it, but I remember liking it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like because there's, there's another. Isn't the White Rabbit a reference to Alice in Wonderland? Yes. So there we go. Back again. It's all connected. It's all thematic elements that like I do not understand the extent of. I'll ask you a question. To this point, did you realize that there is a green... Everything in this movie so far has been tinted with green. Like, there's a green lighting tint to this, to all of this so far. I noticed the coloring was off. I couldn't have told you it was a green lighting type of deal. Yeah. But uh, I definitely noticed it was different. Yeah, that's fair. It's not... It's it's more in your face later, uh, especially with, like, the Oracle scene. But, yes, everything to this point is has a green tint to it, and they used, like, green light filters and stuff um so he takes the red pill uh and we are introduced to uh what the matrix uh actually is and what the real world actually is and we see uh keanu reeves busting out of his gnarly ass pod that whole scene is gnarly as hell just gross (laughs) just absolutely gross <laughs> um yeah he's a uh, and then he like looks out and realizes there's like a bunch of them and there's like just a ton of pods that he was just one of many um and then he gets Thousands. yeah and then he gets like flushed out and uh picked up by by uh morpheus and team did you so do you understand do you, like what did you feel watching this scene for the first time like did you where where's your head at cuz i knew i knew what it all was yeah so i so going into this movie i knew that uh they were just living inside a simulation i didn't know why they were mm-hmm. uh so my mind was a little i was a little bit like wh- like whoa like I, my brain was a little bit exploding at the same time, I also had no fucking idea what was Where the fuck are they now? They're in some sort of lab or some shit. Why is he bald? I didn't really get that part at all, and I still don't fully get that part. <laughs> uh, he could easily have had hair, and it wouldn't have changed anything about the movie, but kind of <laughs> not the point. Well, uh, the hair thing is... Uh... <laughs> To help people differentiate between when he's in the real world and when he's in a simulation. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like a pretty in-your-face example of it. They do it in other ways as well. (laughs) But that's... (laughs) I'm going to need a lot more than that because let me tell you, I could barely follow that part. (laughs) What, like the scenes where he's literally bald and then has a full head of hair? (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> oh, let's pause right now I'm gonna rewatch the movie <laughs> okay 
Yeah, you might have to do that. Um, <laughs> um, they like take. There's like the scene where they basically have to like nurse him back to health. Because uh, he's like, his muscles have atrophied, and he's just been in his pod his whole life. Um, yeah, he could barely walk, right? Yeah, and they're like kind of teasing. Like he could, he could barely open his eyes. Like they're kind of teasing. Uh, they keep teasing the reveal at this point. You know, they're just like, yeah. You know, as you can get him a log, like, oh, answers will be coming soon. I think Morpheus says. Um, a note on pace. I I think. So this is still like thirty minutes into the movie, ish. I mean, maybe a little more than that. I think the reveal yeah. happens around forty. I looked at the time. It's they a just... long time for like a major reveal. That's not like the ending reveal. Yeah, but they. I feel like they did a great job. They established so much in thirty minutes. Like I, I don't. I don't feel like there was any wasted time. Mm-mm. Like the the world they built and like all they've shown us. Like everything was important and specific, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it like, it's such a uh, quick and but also like, uh, in depth way of showing how he fell into this Antifa group. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was incredible, and they did such a good job building the world. Uh, again, like every single movie in this, every single thing in this movie is a fucking decision. Like the yeah. outfits, the sunglasses. The, the music in the background felt very futuristic at times. You know, it was more techno, especially in the 90s. That must have just been mind-blowing. I kept thinking throughout this movie, like, see, if, if, in 1999, you're seeing this in theaters and you have no idea what to expect. It must have been the most incredible movie experience of your life. Yeah, and, like, all, like I, there, a lot of the effects come later, but, like, all the, like, effects and action scenes were so well done. Um, like it was really, really kind of doing it. It's just, just in general, it's a super unique movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, so they nurse him back to health and Morpheus gives us the, the explanation, uh, where they were introduced to the construct, which is like their, their kind of, he calls it like a loading screen, but I think that makes it harder to conceptualize. Was this the white void? Yes, this is the white void. This is make no no sense, and I don't think this is me. I think this just didn't make sense in general. Well, so I it what it, it I don't think Morpheus explains it well. He calls it like he's like this is our loading screen, which is like I don't I don't know. I feel like he it's like their artificial matrix is what it is. Oh, so they built their own. Yeah, they just like have it's just like a because everything is based on a program, so they just made their own program basically where they could test okay. shit in. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But that's not really how he explains it. He calls it like a loading screen. Yeah, that's a terrible explanation. Yeah, You're, you you should have wrote this movie. That was a lot better. <laughs> well, I guess I'll write that one line. Yeah, I can never come up with uh, epic lines like. I don't even remember the Alice in Wonderland shit or uh, dodge this. Who could ever come God, up with that? that? Dodge this was a great line. <laughs> another, we'll get into this later. But another, there's like low key some really comedic parts of this movie. Uh, one at one point, Keanu Reeves was running down a hallway, and the dude tells him to turn left, and he turns right, and then he's like, 
just cracked me up because it did not feel like that fit the movie at all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he, Morpheus takes him to the white void, which he call it, which they call the construct. Um. And he basically uses this. This is where he explains the history of the world. And we learn that where bald Keanu is, is actually the real world. Um, oh! Where it's in the distant, distant future. Uh, the AI that humans created uh, basically wiped out humanity and is using them as batteries to power their energy sources because the sun burnt out. I don't think... No, the sun didn't burn out. The humans put like covered up the sun so their solar panels wouldn't work but the ai was like fuck that you're just batteries to us yeah that's a better way to explain it yeah is it yeah you're right because we like he murphy says like we closed the sky or whatever yeah i thought this is this this i did not see that coming i thought that was really clever this whole idea of it mm-hmm. um I don't, but one thing, I, a little bit of a, a plot. Not, I don't know if it's a plot hole. Why do they care if they're in the matrix? Why don't they just put them in like? Why? Why do they care if humans are happy or not? Put them in a block cell or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's easier to put them in the matrix. I don't know. Um, that's a good point. I think because they kind of they kind of touched on it, but I don't think they like touched on it the way you're thinking of it. Because he said, like, one of the agents later references, like, um, they tried to put him in a simulation where everyone was happy, but it, like, failed. Like, people figured out that it wasn't real because, like, Mm. people feed off negativity is, like, kind of what is the line or something like that. Um, But it doesn't, that doesn't really answer the question as to why, like, that answers why they put him in, like, a real world simulation, you know? Um, but that doesn't answer the question as to why they put him in one at all. I don't know. I guess guess to keep him from, uh, like revolting. That's the only, that's the only thing I can think of that. That must be like what in the world they, their, uh, reasoning is, I'm guessing stupid fucking robots. So yeah, the robots turn humans into batteries. They're like, breeding them as babies and putting them in their pods and then we're like semi like cyborgs because they're all like we all have you know plugs and shit that was also creepy just seeing also it was really realistic seeing like uh just plug like plugs in Keanu's arm yeah I didn't like that one bit oh I then you definitely didn't like uh the part where uh, they put the they plug them in. Hell no, I didn't like that. that it, was was, awful. it makes me cringe now. I hated needles growing up so fucking much, and I I still don't like them. I didn't like that. <laughs> well, it wasn't a needle; it was just a plug, cause he, but it was a plug straight to his brain. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, then uh, in this sequence we're introduced to a few different things. So um, we're introduced to the crew. So there's Tank, and he's like the operator. He stays in the real world. 
his brother Dozer uh, also stays in the real world. They're both like organic humans. This was also not really explained in this movie, at least. Yeah. Why would it organic imp- humans be in the ship? Shouldn't they be in Zion? Well, Zion's the computer mainframe. I thought Zion was Zion was the city that they were trying to get to. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I trust your your, your <laughs> memory way way more than I trust mine. Um, I'll have to check that. But yeah, uh, I don't really. Yeah, the computer mainframe. Oh wait, access codes into the computer mainframe in Zion. What? That isn't that sentence did not make things clear. Okay, we'll get back to that. Um, I don't really like understand where the organic humans are, like how many of them, and how come they're with with the crew, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Did not follow that at all. I actually didn't. I don't know if I even knew they were organically human until just now. So, yeah. Um, Zion is a city. I don't know why I was confused. But that does, you're right, that does bring up the question that, uh, like, why are they with the ship? Like, I guess they're trying to free humanity. So that's, like, the whole point, right? Like a, yeah, like a recon mission or something. All right, uh, let's see. The actor who plays Tank is... Uh... Wait, he was adopted by Tommy Chong? You're telling me this was Cheech and Chong? I don't know Chong? who Tommy Chong is. Chong from Cheech and Chong. Uh, what is Ching Ching Chong? Cheech and Chong, the Mexican stoner thing. You've—I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I'm. Are you making this up? I don't even know what to say. I don't. don't I don't know, know what to who, say either. You don't even know who they are. No, are they are them? Yeah, Cheech and Chong—they made a bunch of stoner movies, but they're like they're I... culturally significant. They're like a pop culture thing. Are they from like na- like uh, recently? No, they're old. I mean, they're the one Chong was apparently Tank's dad, so that tells you age wise. They're older. I'm just I I don't even know what to say right now. I I, I don't like, either. Like what, the fact what you don't even know. Movies? Oh, just their stone. Like, okay, I'm a, now we're now this is a Cheech and Chong podcast. Comedy <laughs> duo. Seventies and eighties was like they're big, but they like. Uh, these were the, these were their films, uh, Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong's next movie, Nice Dreams, Things Are Tough All Over, Still Smoking, Get Out of My Room, Cheech and Chong Roasted, Cheech and Chong's animated movie. It's very weed wow. weed forward. They were ahead of their time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Apparently, I'm just they, learning so much. Today. I I just don't even I don't even know what to say. 
I just me I, either, dude. I'm <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, I don't even know. What, what are we talking about again? Uh, what movie? Talking, it doesn't matter. We're talking about Cheech and Chong Roasted from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, we're introduced to the like the AI who hunt down the ships. Shortly after, oh no, I was talking about a uh, tank because uh, this is where they like download all the skills into Keanu Reeves. Right, this was badass. Which this is was fucking sick. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this was yeah, this was fucking great. Is this the karate scene? Yes, yes. It's like at the end of tail end of this where like yeah, uh, tank is like just loading this like software like all the different types of kung fu into him and then yeah at the end Lord Fishburne's like um or Keanu Reeves is like I know kung fu and Lord Fishburne's like well let's see and then he takes him to the construct and they they duke it out I love it because whoever wrote this movie wrote it without this in it and somebody was like how can you make this more badass you need to put in a fucking karate scene. So they just threw it in there. It feels so unnecessary, but they just wanted to have a karate scene in here. Well, this is, um, I mean, this is kind of a fun fact, but I, I think it, it applies. I'm guessing they put this in here because they hired, like, a famous martial arts guy to, like, supervise the fight scenes. So they probably had him there for all the other fight scenes, and then they are like, we have you here let's put a fight scene in a dojo and like like, can you choreograph it and he was like fuck yeah i can yeah (laughs) we've hired you we've paid you money (laughs) but that scene is just so badass (laughs) yeah it's like right on the edge of lame but it's not because it's sick and this is the scene it's an important scene in the sense that we're introduced to like because at this point Keanu's grasped that uh, the world the life he's been living to this point has all been inside the Matrix a simulation which is an artificial simulation the AIs give all the people in pods to make them to keep them quiet but so now we know that because it is a simulation um, Morpheus tells Neo like like anything it's it's just a computer program like it has its rules but you can bend the rules like just like a video game essentially is what he says and that's when uh neo begins to learn that he can he can have powers in this in this uh artificial universe which i think is like one of the coolest parts of the movie is like him realizing that the world isn't real and then just like going batshit god mode one hot, when once he went, like at the very end of the movie when he goes god mode is is maybe the best part of the movie and he just fucking wrecks everything but that arc and really starts cool. that arc starts in the in the dojo with his in kung fu battle with uh, as Morpheus. any good arc does yeah for sure for sure all right <laughs> Um. Oh, the so we're yeah. So right after this, we're introduced to the uh the like AI bots that um that like are hunting the ship. Like they go and attack the ship, and they use like an EMP, 
Which is funny because mm-hmm. I know what that is from Call of Duty. But they like go out of their way Same. to specifically explain it. But I was like, I already know what that is. But I only know it, it from Call of Duty. <laughs> pre-cod. Nobody knew what it was. Yeah. Um, and those like they like that temporarily diffuses the AI bots, and so yeah. Um, the cockpit for their ship it looks almost identical to the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Really? Did you notice that? I I thought it not at all. The way they shoot it too, like from they like only shoot it from like behind and then in front, kind of like they do in Star Wars, where you just have like the two seats and then the back where there's all the shit in their area. Yeah, I know. I don't know if that was intentional or if that's just like a practical way to shoot a cockpit scene. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I I did did note I did note the cockpit is Millennium Falcony classic verb um so they send neo back to the matrix after this uh in order to meet with the oracle which is right i another thing in this movie that i just didn't get mm-hmm. suddenly there's this woman i've never seen before on my screen telling him he's not the one yes uh so yeah so he goes um i love the i love the lobby of like matrix breakers like there's just the kids like bending spoons and shit as he's waiting to talk to the oracle. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, does that make sense or is that just me? What do you mean? Like how does it not make sense? Are all those people like realize they're in the matrix? Yeah. So there's a there's it's not just them, there's a ton of people like that. Not well, a ton, but there's Yeah. Yes. Yeah, not a ton, but yes. Yeah. That kind of changes the whole like view of the movie, right? A little bit, yeah. Oh wow! But Keep Neo, going. This, Neo is this, the one, which is he, Neo that's is true. one spelled backwards. <laughs> that is also true. Um. Uh, I had a note here that uh, I want Morpheus glasses. Mm, like the sunglasses, fucking incredible! All their sunglasses were just so good. Yeah, I like. Why would you ever want to leave the Matrix if you get sunglasses like that? That's all I'm saying. Right. Um, Cipher meets with an agent around this, uh, like kind of uh, parallel to this, to Neo meeting with the Oracle. Um, and so he meets with an agent and basically to agree to work with them, kind of as they proposed to Neo earlier in the movie. Um, basically saying he's going to rat them out and, you know, give them Morpheus uh, so long as they basically, like, make him forget everything he's learned. He just wants to live in the Matrix and, you know, ignorance is bliss is kind of what he says. Wait, who is this again? Cypher. Right. He's I didn't the- realize, I did not pick up on this scene at all. Uh I, I, he betrayed them later, which we'll get to. I didn't realize that was precursor, though. Yeah, this the him when he's having like dinner with the agent. Okay. When he's, eat, when okay. he's eating the steak. Do you recall this at all? Not <laughs> even a little bit, no. <laughs> he like, takes I a bite of steak. He's like, I know it's not real, but it still feels so good. And he's like, ignorance is bliss. Um, yeah, so that happens parallel to this. 
Was that like a deleted scene? Nope. I mean, I watched it on Netflix. I watched it whatever cuts on Netflix. Okay, okay. <laughs> you seem to have deleted this scene. Um, <laughs> I have. Uh, in the Oracle's apartment, the green is really in your face. So what they... so. Uh, there's there's two ways to tell if he's in a simulation or if he's in the real world. The first is if he's literally bald or has hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what's the other reason? The second is everything in a simu in a well not not in a simulation. This doesn't happen in the construct or the white void. Uh, it's only when he's in the matrix. Uh, everything has a green tint. Uh, and it's really in your face in the scene with the Oracle because all her walls are like really fucking green and her dress is green yeah. and like everything's super green in her apartment. Um, and then I, everything in the real world, it has a blue tint. I also did not pick up on, like I picked up, it was a different color, but whenever they went to the real word, world, I did not realize the color changed at all. Did you think you just like got a haircut or what? I, I it didn't even process in my head. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Just just straight over my head. <laughs> um yeah. Uh so he meets with the oracle who's like this lovely old lady and she's like baking cookies. It's kind of like an it's kind of weird. It's like not what you expect. No, I want a spin-off movie of just her. It was comforting. I, she feels like she she's like comforting there, but I feel like she's had like a badass life, you know. Exactly. Like she's, she's done really some shit. Yeah. One hundred percent. Also, the Oracle isn't she like the original uh, pod survivor? Uh, that makes sense. I think she freed Morpheus. I think that was part of the backstory. Hell yeah! That makes her spinoff even better. Right. So she told Morpheus when he visited the Oracle or spoke with her the first time that he would find the one, the one to save humanity from the AI bots. And he is convinced that Morpheus is the one. And so Neo uh, speaks to the Oracle and she tells him, uh, you know, you're not the one, like you have incredible talents and gifts, um, but you're not the one. And, uh, you know, he's disappointed but not surprised, I guess. You know, it feels like he doesn't yeah. want to be the one. I feel like that's part of it. So he leaves his... It's a lot of pressure. I wouldn't want to be the one either. No, it's a lot of pressure. No, I would have chosen the blue pill, but that's a different story. So I was going to ask you that later, but I guess we could talk about it now. You take the yeah, blue I was, pill? Yeah, I, I would 100% take the blue pill. I would take the red pill. I was too deep at that point, you know? I mean that's I thought I because the I thought the blue pill made you forget everything it does yeah yeah you yeah, wake up in your bed and forget everything because if if you have a comfortable life you have a comfortable life you know I'd be too curious uh, I'd be very curious I it'd be tough to say no like I if I could take the red pill and then in like a couple days bail on it and take the blue pill that's probably what I'd do but that's not the option it was. It's kind of a lifelong commitment, isn't it? Either way, it's a, yeah. Yeah, I probably take the. You know, it's, sometimes it's okay to like just live. You know. <laughs> um. Okay. 
And so, yeah, he leaves his meeting with the Oracle. Oracle basically tells him, you're not the one. And then before he has a chance to speak with Morpheus, Morpheus is like, uh, you know, whatever she said was said in there is between you and her. Like, don't tell me, basically. And so mm-hmm. as as they're leaving, um, Cypher calls ahead. Or is this, or do they get stuck in the house first? I I have no idea. I think this is it's how it happens congruently. So they they leave the apartment, uh, and they're walking as they're walking out. Uh, Cipher has already agreed to work with uh, the agents to bring Morpheus in their minds to justice as the president of Antifa. Um. So the the agents know where they're at. They know their location. So they uh like they cut the mainframe or whatever. They cut a wire, and they're basically stuck in this room. And then uh another classic line from this movie takes place here, where Neo sees a, a black cat, like walk by and itch itself, and he looks away and he looks back at that same area, and the cat does the exact same thing. He's like, "Whoa, I have deja vu," and they're all like, they all stop in a panic, and they're like, "What the fuck did you just say? Do you remember this? How do you not remember this, my guy?" I I don't know what to tell you. This is I don't classic, remember a cat at all. The classic line, like "deja vu," means there's a glitch in the matrix. Oh shit! If only you remembered oh. that part. <laughs> Oh, I remember. I don't. I know. I don't remember. I remember. I. I. That line gets referenced all the time. That fact that it's a glit. Uh, yeah. Shit. Okay. I'm following now. I'm. I'm. I'm up to speed. So they're like trapped in the room. Um, Cipher gets out because he's working with the feds. Basically, uh, he calls ahead to Tank. So Tank is in charge of their entrance and exits because he's the one still on the ship in the real world. Um, and so to get out of the matrix, you have to call Tank, and he calls a phone. And when you do the call, he he's able to zap you back in from the through the phone, basically. I, I, don't know I got why, it. This all makes sense. I don't know why that's the method they chose, but that's the method they chose. So Cipher calls ahead before the rest of them get out. Uh, they're surrounded. They're trapped. They try and escape through the walls. Morpheus uh, sacrifices himself for Neo, basically, because. Uh, Morpheus believes Neo is the one, so it's worth sacrificing himself for. Neo, thinking he's not the one, is very upset about this. He doesn't want Morpheus to sacrifice himself. It's very, it's very dramatic. It hit. I remember this part, and that's how you know it's meaningful. <laughs> it hit. It hit my heart. Um. So yeah. So since Cipher called ahead, he gets zapped back into the uh their ship and uh he goes rogue he takes out tank he takes out dozer dozer the two people who are only who are left on the ship um and i guess when you get unplugged because they're all just like physically plugged in to the matrix uh, i guess when you get unplugged while you're still in the matrix you die which is a rule i guess of the world I don't want to critique this movie because it's a perfect movie in many ways, but they really just spring a lot of rules of the world on you, just willy-nilly. 
That's what I'm saying. I feel like they did it as well as you could. Like, they just like they just were like fuck it. Like you either you either are on board with us or you're not. So like yeah. I d- I do appreciate them not like wasting time or like making this three movies. Like I feel like if this movie was made last year, it would be like a three movie trilogy, and each one would be like two and a half hours. You know, they were just 100%. they didn't they didn't care about or, any or of that. A TV show. Yeah, it could have been a TV show for sure. But they didn't care about yeah. any of that. They were just like, this is our world. This is what happens. You go, you want to get out of the Matrix? Fucking phone. You die if you get unplugged while you're in the Matrix. That's what happens. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> it was a real fuck you type of storytelling, which I respect. No, I, really I, I definitely respect it. I liked it. Um, so Morpheus gets captured. Neo escapes. Uh, and yeah, they uh, Cypher is back on the ship unplugging people. He kills Switch and the other person whose name I never remember. Uh, and he's about to take out uh, Neo, and he says something like, "It would, like, we're about to find out if he really is the one, because he can't be the one if he's dead, you know, sort of thing." And then uh, he says something like, "It would take a miracle to save him now." And he's about to unplug him, and then Tank emerges and uh, calls him Loco. I think. I think this is where the Loco line comes into play, which is even more confusing <laughs> now. Um. And uh, takes him out and kills Cypher. So, a yeah. miracle is Leo Neo still the one? Is he the one? Is Neo the one? I guess so. Tank also has a triumphant spit. He like spits on the ground as soon as he kills Cypher. Oh, I didn't pick that up. That's, That's great. I think it's funny. <clears throat> All right, and so at this point, yeah, Morpheus is captured. He's under interrogation by the agents. Uh, Neo and Trinity uh, do get out. They get back to the ship. Um, they have pretty convincing evidence that Neo is now the one because of the uh, miracle. And it's all coming to a head. Uh, Neo, I think, now realizes that he actually is the one. That um, you know, the Oracle just told him what he needed to hear to get him to the place where he could actually believe he's the one like he didn't need to hear it from her he needed to find it within himself noah he had to find it within himself Uh, the moral stories of realizing this he decides he's going back into the matrix to save morpheus and uh morpheus has mentioned earlier that no no one has fought an agent and survived like mano imano and neo neo knows now that he's fucking ready he is ready for battle. Um, yes. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Um, and the Trinity, of course, is like, I can't let you do this alone. She decides to go with him. And so that is where we will leave part one of our Matrix episode of them going back into the Matrix to save Morpheus. What a fucking dun, doozy. Dun, dun. What will happen? Is he the one? I'm still not entirely sure, and I've technically watched this movie. <laughs> um, okay, uh, are you ready for Fuck This Thing? I am ready. Okay, uh, go for it. My Fuck This Thing is for people who uh, base their personalities or just talk a lot about how they're either en- extroverted or introverted, and they just <laughs> constantly bring it up and be like, oh... I'm ec- I'm introverted. I, I I need to go be my myself. 
where I'm extroverted. I need to talk to people. Just fucking do it. You don't need to tell us. Just be who you are. It's not part. It's kind of bullshit. We're all both. Uh, nobody is purely extroverted, purely introverted. It's kind of a bullshit idea. But also, don't talk about it so goddamn much. Uh, they just fucking annoy me. Just, I don't know. Fuck those people. That's good. I like that. I like that. Uh, mine is New Zealand. How dare you? <laughs> How dare I? How dare Dude. them? How dare them? All right, lay it on me. I'll lay it on you. Um, I'm pulling up the tweet as we speak. Uh, they just passed legislation to reduce uh, the amount of weapons that their police are allowed to have in uh, in response to our protests. They're it's not <laughs> even their is... fucking pro. <sighs> Fuck you. Kind of, it's just show off. Move. It's just showing off. I won't have it. Oh, man. I won't have it. They're running laps around us. I, I heard that they're, they're like, there's a serious support for a four-day week work in New Zealand. Probably. Probably. As soon as like our government mandates all no days off, they'll do <laughs> yeah. that. They, they have zero active coronavirus cases as of the recording I, of this. I'm assuming by the time it comes out, the entire nation will be dead. Um, yeah. Or they cured it. Yeah, they'll have the cure out. Yeah. More likely. Um, I'm just sick of them. I'm sick of their smugness. I'm sick of them. Um, just, just They're just doing things to do things, you know? Like, they don't, yeah. they, they, they don't even have these issues, and they're just fucking... They're making changes before the better, before tragedy strikes. What fucking bastards. Yeah, how dare they? <laughs> yeah, have foresight and, and and not risk lives. They shut down their borders, like, immediately as soon as coronavirus started becoming a thing. It's just... They it's, uh... have great hiking and, and grow good kiwis. Lord of the Rings was shot there. They're islands. I think islands are cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a fucking disgrace. Fucking disgrace. Um, yeah, so fuck you, New Zealand. <laughs> fuck you, New Zealand. All right. Yeah, they, it's been 20 days since they've had a new case of coronavirus. That's really pretty incredible. Yeah. When we're, like, about to hit our high. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're only going up. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Fuck. Well. Fuck. Fuck you, New Zealand. Fuck those. Fuck that thing. All right. Uh, do you have anything else for Matrix Part One? We have. I. The, I do not. The daring conclusion and. Uh, and a whole whole lot of other fun things um so with that uh suck my dick and choke on it i yield my time fuck you (laughs) 